Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Drummer Daily. Here's my dad, Daniel Hathaway. Hey there, welcome back to Drummer Daily. I hope you're ready for another awesome week of drumming talk and such. Um, And so I'm super pumped that you're here. I'm pumped that I'm here. I'm pumped that you're here. Hope you're pumped that I'm here and you're pumped that you're here and everyone's pumped that everyone's here. (laughs) Um, So before we get started today, I want to address something that just happened to come up this weekend Um, and it's, uh, I noticed it in a few different places. And so I just wanted to, uh, just make a note in case you're wondering. Um, I saw, I got someone commented on a YouTube video. Um, and my, by the way, my YouTube channel that I, that I have is where I try to post, uh, occasionally I post kind of themed instructional videos. So it's not just like, here's a sweet you know, lick to add to your drumming chops or whatever. It's more of a, here's a concept and a few different tips for, for going after this certain concept. Like here's how to play more quietly um, without losing your feel, or here's some uh, unique ways to add dynamics to a, um, to a, uh, you know, add dynamics or, 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 or build up into a new section of a song without having to play louder or just different things like that. So um, they're kind of more conceptual, a little longer form, and they, they involve playing the drums a little bit. Um, and I got a comment on there that was like, yeah, something like blah, 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 don't talk, you know, less talk, more playing. Um, and then I also got a comment, or I saw a review on this podcast, actually, someone said, uh, you know, uh, it's heavy on, like, uh, like it's, it's light on content, but heavy on consistency or something like that, like... Um, you know, um, uh, you're not, uh, you know, I need more content and I don't, I don't put enough content in the podcast or whatever. I talk too much or whatever. Um, and so I just want to, I just want to, uh, tell you a few things. And, and this is something I've noticed about drummers as a kind of a culture, the culture of drummers and what, and what we expect normally. Um, I feel like as a, as a whole, as a community, us drummers, we have become so, uh, desensitized slash used to quote unquote instructional, uh, drumming experiences, whether they're drum clinics or, or drum lesson websites, or even YouTube videos that are trying to teach you something. We've become so accustomed to those different resources, really not teaching anything and just being a, um, just being a, means for watching some other drummer play the drums just watch you know just watching someone perform 
that um, that we, we we're not learning anything. But that's like, but even like at the most, like it's so funny because like I, I go out of my way to teach. And you know, I make it clear like I'm teaching something, and I and and, and I I talk on this podcast and don't play for really two reasons. One is that it's not practical to do a daily podcast uh, with drumming in it, but number two is most of the time, even if I were to talk about very specific drumming concepts and mouth them out or whatever, I, I know that most people listening to this podcast listen to this podcast in their car or listen to this podcast while they're doing something else around the house. I'd say 95% at least of the people listening to this podcast are not sitting behind a drum kit, you know, ready to to play out whatever I'm playing. Uh, I don't listen to podcasts, you know, I don't listen to any podcast except the one I'm doing something else, you know. And so um, for me to try to give you concepts or, or specific exercises or, or, or playing on this podcast isn't really practical. My job with this podcast is to inspire you and to give you ideas for things to explore on the drums, not to give you specific uh, techniques to try. Uh, I do, I do the, like I said, the YouTube videos show a little bit of that, and um, and my Facebook Live videos that I do every week uh, are definitely more playing related. Um, but the, the podcast here is more to keep you motivated and keep you going on your journey towards being a great musician. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was funny that someone mentioned on the on the YouTube video where all of my YouTube videos are meant to teach something. The person complained that I wasn't performing uh, because, and I don't I don't blame the person for that. I actually just think that we as a drummer culture have just gotten so accustomed to um, wanting to be entertained and wanting to see somebody play something really cool and crazy, as opposed to. Uh, as opposed to uh, actually learning something, thinking about something, listening to a teacher teach about you know something on the drums, but that's not what we're here for today. So what we are here for today is um, I wanted to just and this is a good one because uh, uh, there's there's not a lot of uh, a lot to go with this, but I just want to want to mention something to you and see how it sits with you. Um, today I want to talk about snare drum sound. And uh, specifically, just in general, uh, I mean, I'm talking about, I, I guess, mostly tuning. Um, and and because I know that, the, you know, some of you guys don't, some of us don't uh, play in a situation where we're mic'd up all the time. Um, and so it's not, this isn't about mixing or EQ or anything like that. This is about just the drum itself. And I, I've noticed this. Um, I've done a few... Um, of these drumming intensives, uh, or, or quite a few of these actually, um, in person with some drummers here in Nashville. And, and part of what we work on is, is tuning, specifically snare drum tuning. And I haven't done this with everybody, but I've done this a few times. And I've just said, if we, if we work on tuning, I'll say, hey, can you um, like take this drum and just start tuning it? And I've done this, I've done this with a few drum lessons as well. And this is what normally happens when someone... Um, when someone sits down to the, tune the drums that I've watched, sit down, um, they might say, all right, you know, this, uh, they might immediately start tapping around, you know, the different lugs, trying to figure out what's wrong and tuning it up or tuning it down, getting it right. Um, you know, they, they put their finger in the middle of the drum. They do all these different things trying to get it right. They, they, they do that for a few minutes at least and get it as close as they can. Maybe. Some people will start from scratch. They'll tune the detune the drum completely, start over from scratch, which a lot of times is a good way to kind of start back from square one. But what I'll see is 
kind of a recurring theme either way is that drummers will, you know, spend five minutes trying to get the drum tuned back up the way they want it to be tuned and then kind of throw up their hands and just say, all right, you know, whatever, or this is as good as it's going to get and, and I'm done. Um, and I just want to contrast that with, uh, I don't know where I learned this, but I don't think I necessarily learned them. The, the method is a little different, but really it, it's more of a, an approach to tuning snares and tuning drums in general. And that is, I remember very distinctly when I was in high school, uh, you know, we had a bunch of drummers in our drum line. We were in band class and we had a separate little room that we worked on things in, uh, apart from the band so that we didn't disturb each other. And we were back there. And um, this was during like orchestra season, so there we got a new we got a new snare drum head for the the like the one of the orchestral snares that we had. And the drum teacher, she was like, "Hey, hey, who who wants to volunteer to switch out, you know, to put the head on this new drum?" And uh, I volunteered and said, hey, "I'll do it." And so I went about putting this new head on this drum, and it took me the entire class period, which. Um, we had, we had hour and a half long classes. So it took me a, a, probably a little less than an hour and a half to tune this, to put this new top head on. And my friends were making fun of me, giving me such a hard time about how long it took me to, to tune this snare and get this snare head on. But I kid you not, everyone lost their minds with how great it sounded from the very beginning and how great it sounded and how long the head lasted, how well it stayed in tuned, how easy it was to tune after that point. Just basically how great the snare sounded. And it was a great snare too. That's part of it. But it's just funny to me that people, everyone else who had, who had tuned these, these when she went through, she'd always ask people to tune drums. And, and this was the first time I'd done it. Everyone else was taking like 10 minutes to put a head on. And it sounded like crap. And um, I put it on, it took an hour. Everyone's making fun of me, but then it sounds great. It's like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe the fact that I did something different than everybody else has something to do with the fact that when I tuned the snare drum, it sounded different than everyone else's. And so I, all of this is, is leading up to me just saying to you that if the, the, the number one most likely reason why your snare drum sounds like garbage, if it does, is probably because you aren't caring enough to spend real time tuning that drum. Um, it, it, uh, it, it blows my mind how small amount of time most drummers spend tuning their drums, especially the snare drum, the one that you hit like, you know, a thousand times per song and you spend five minutes, you know, once every three months trying to tune it. It's like, where's the respect for your own sound and your own instrument? Um, and so... I just want to encourage you, however long you're taking, if you think you take long enough, double that amount of time and really spend spend time dialing in your snare drum sound, top and bottom head. But just in my own experience, that is the number one reason why your snare drum sound is is, is garbage. Like I said, if, you, if you're unhappy with your snare drum sound, chances are um, you didn't spend enough time tuning it. And if you spend more time tuning it, um, you'll... You'll probably get somewhere good. Now, the head could be blown out. Uh, it could have not been seated properly. It can make it harder to tune. But I have played a lot of crappy snare drums in my lifetime, doing a lot of backline stuff, you know, playing, showing up, you know, flying in somewhere and they have a snare drum there for you. Um, and you got to make do with what you have. Uh, I've played a lot of really bad snare drums in my life. And I've never been a, I never had, 
I've never been able, uh, I've never been in a situation where I wasn't able to get it to something reasonably acceptable, um, you know, with a little bit of time and effort if I had it. So I believe that your drum is not the reason why your drum sounds bad. Uh, it's something else. So the first place to go is probably how long you're spending tuning your snare drum. All right. I hope that's inspiring for you today. Like I said, I'm sharing information that you can then go take and work on your drums. I can't give you a bunch of chops to work on because you'll forget them anyway by the time you get to your drum kit. But I hope you'll remember this. Spend more time tuning your snare drum. I bet it'll sound better. All right. Thanks for joining me today. Um, I'll be back tomorrow with more Drummer Daily. Thanks for joining me. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.